Well, hello everyone, and uh, welcome to another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. Um, very excited today to be joined by the one and only Lisa Sherapata. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Hey, thanks for having me, Garrett. No, thanks for being here. How did I do in the last name, by the way? You got it. You nailed it. Yes, yes. All nice right. Nice job. Well, thank you. <laughs> Starting off with a win. That's a good day right now. Um, so for everybody tuning in for the first time, if you haven't been following along, uh, we spin a wheel. I don't know who it is. Lisa doesn't know who it is. And we're going to do essentially a 30-minute audit um, of what they're doing and maybe what we would do if we were CMO. Um, it's not a time necessarily to trash another person's marketing. Someone just saying, like, hey, here's a couple opportunities. Um, so really, really excited to do this. And with that being said, Adam, why don't you spin the wheel for us? Let's see who we got, Lisa. No front, Lisa? Ooh, no. No, I'm All looking right. them up right now. All right, I'll share my screen, so I'll guide us here. All right. Cool. So, front app. I actually interviewed their CMO. I think he left there, though. I'm not sure. Ooh. It's Adam Canales at the time, I believe. Okay. So, impact. When your team and your customers connect. What do you think they're talking about right now, if you had to guess? <laughs> I'm trying to read the, the, the little copy underneath to see if I can uh, figure that out. I'm, I'm guessing it's some sort of... Zendesk? Mm, I was thinking that it was going to be more along the lines of a way to, to monitor and measure the communication you're having with your customers, but it could be Zendesk. Let's see. Let's see. Let's start. Uh, well, like most companies, we started with a few customers who believed in our mission. We poured our heart into building and nurturing those relationships. We got close to them, swapping pictures of our kids with some, or our CEO's favorite move, sending cakes for special events. <laughs> our customers aren't transactions. Our success as a company is tied to their success. And thanks to these early customer relationships, we built a reputation, a good one. And the company grew. <laughs> and that's when the challenges started. More customers meant more communication to manage. More employees meant more people to court. So I do think it's Zendesk now. I like that yeah. video. What do you think about the little video, Lisa? Yeah, it's it's engaging. I mean, they're they're doing a good job of telling a story. I mean, I I don't know. It's it's a little long. How many minutes is it? About three. I think they could have maybe. I like the style though. The style's pretty innovative, and it says I haven't seen a lot of people do this like customer journey story, but with an actress. Because that's not an actual customer, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm sure it's an actress. Yeah, she's pretty good on camera for being a customer. I've tried to interview our customers; and it doesn't come out like this. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. So now they have six thousand high impact teams. I actually, Brian Bowie, I love this. So I ran a, our own study on this. Like, if you add a number to your logo field, and we saw a pretty good uptick. Let me throw. Yep. What was the data? Brian, what was the data on the gains from adding numbers to the logos? It was a 90% conversion lift. Well, that works. 
So yeah, yep. <laughs> that's a little test, right? So they're doing that. These are features, I'm guessing, right? So that's not really customer experience isn't a feature. So why? Yeah, I mean, I I gotta tell you, I'm looking through, like, if I go under solutions to just drop on that, so, yeah. This use I'm case. A, so yes. For teams, customer support, customer success, sales. I mean, I don't know any sales at UCS though. So let me see this. I'm, I'm kind of curious on this. The communication cockpit for sales teams. So is this like to replace Salesforce Chatter or Slack? Or I guess I don't know that, understand where this fits as a sales org. Because I run sales here for a while. I don't need more. But I would have never used something outside of the team's communication trade. You know what it is? It's like ongoing sales probably, right? So like if you have a bunch of the customers and you're trying to grow them, I don't think it's like for our types of sales, right? Yeah. I mean, I think what they're trying to do is automate your communication with your customers. Is that's, that's kind of where I'm netting out, like beyond a Zendesk, not just taking requests and orders, but it looks like there's like this workflow component to it. And it looks like this team collaboration, like what I'm gathering from team collaboration would be like, if you've got multiple different teams communicating with the customer, a way to kind of see everything that's going on in one place, which, I mean, I can see the value in that. I guess Work I'm just- Communication, right? So if like someone says this, then that's so like, if this, then that conditional logic. Yeah. Guess you know what I'm just not seeing up front and center, and maybe if we would have played the rest of the video, she would have really like dove into it. Is what is the problem that you're solving for me? I like this. I don't know if this is a standard feature though in the industry. So every message with customers, your team, and a single source of truth. So everything right. they said to sales to everything they said. That is a gap, right? Like handing information from sales to CS yep. is a gap. Um. Well, right. And even like what marketing campaigns are they in still? And uh, yeah, that's what I was saying is I can see, you know, connecting the dots between all the different things that are happening with that customer so that there's a, kind of a single source of truth, if you will, of what's what's going on with that customer. From Which all makes it easy, right? So it makes them segment to a certain extent, right? Yep. But it's not because it's really more of a customer experience platform than a CDP because it's not like you're using that data to push to ad campaigns or something, right? So it's like, I guess my struggle with this is who the heck do you sell that has enough influence across these different fields? You got what I'm saying? Because- Yeah, I mean, who's who's your buyer, right? I think I'm back to the, the, the major problem. What are you solving for? Yeah, and for like who is my point? I know what they're solving, but I see it as like, so like if you look at my business, I'm sure it's the same with yours, is like I might have a director of customer success, a director of product, a director of sales. They're not all three going to want to use this. They're each going to want to use their right. best-in-class product, right? I mean, you might be able to get to a point where you could get a CRO in bo on board if they're responsible for cross-sell, upsell renewals. But I you think this is like the last, the last thing they're worried about right now, right? Is is this kind of thing? So then, what you go to like a customer success VP, 
who's this product looks great for CS. That's how I see it. Like I see this as yeah. a customer success product, but then they, it seems like they get outside their fit and instead of solving like I think what they're doing that I don't like, if we're just gonna be like really honest here, is I don't think that they're staying focused on their persona is my problem. Right? Like which of these people are you trying to service? Because I don't think you can service all four of them, to be completely honest, with one software. Yeah, and then again, I just I'm trying to tie it back to okay. So the problem you're solving is that I'm I can see everything that's going on all in one place. Cause I mean it's like universal inbox, customer experience without losing the human touch, team collaboration, workflow management. Um, and then they're talking about remote teams too, which you know obviously makes sense to talk about, but kind of then customer support and customer success and sales. And like, uh, my, my mind is blown. I'm just trying to think through too, if I were, you know, this is definitely gonna be a, a large buying committee that you're gonna have to get put together and you're gonna have to get more than one champion to get on board with this idea and what's the value prop and like, can you tie it back to revenue? That's another thing I'm just not seeing here. Like, what is the value prop? Is the value prop that your customers are happier in the long run? They stay with you longer. You know, you're creating a better experience so that the outcome is what? Retention, growth. Like, I just, I'm like, I feel like they're kind of missing an opportunity to really pitch me on why I would want this. Yeah, I think their assumption is a little wrong in the sense that their ICP knows. I think that's so they don't need to tell you again. And I think that's probably a gap. Um, I think it's a sexy looking product. Like it looks really clean. Like it looks nice. And I don't know if they all look nice. So I think that's probably some of their success. It looks like a very usable, like enjoyable product for a customer success team. I think it's just when they get out of being for this person, these two people, and they get into being for these two people that I run into problems around how I would sell this if that makes sense, is like, mm-hmm. I just think if you stuck right here, you could make this such a sweet product with such massive market share that you don't need to dilute it to here, in my mind. But maybe you don't get the full value of the product if you can't tie it back to sales, and that's why they had to expand. You never, I don't really ever know those, so I talk with them, you know? Yeah, well, I hear you. Um, no, and I, back to the, the design, um, just overall, I mean, I do think it's really visually clean, modern, it looks like an easy UI. Um, It looks very, very intuitive. I I love their use of the blurred dots. And then even if like the homepage, they're kind of like floating around, it's very subtle. But it kind of goes back to me in in my mind. It's like, I think what they're trying to do is connect the dots, right? There's all these things happening. Yep. We're connecting all the dots in one place for you to make it really easy to create a great customer experience. But then to your point, like it's like, and customer success and sales and operations and IT and workflow and like remote and universal yep. inbox. It's like my head, then my head wants to start to explode when I'm trying to figure out like where I would start in marketing this in my, you know, in a B2B situation 
Like this one to me all sounds like I could market this to CS. It's literally just when they mention sales and IT that I'm like, wait a second. But I could see why IT, right? If you think of it, if you're like a if you're an outsourced IT company, having all of these things are huge for them. It's just not an internal IT department, I would say, a lot of times. But maybe, maybe if you're at a massive organization, right, like a Fortune 500, you have a huge IT department and they need to do requests. So I could see that. I guess I just the, the sales one is a little tougher for me. Yeah. Well, and then I'm even going, though, looking at like customer experience and I'm kind of just scrolling down now. So if you go um, just on the homepage and scroll down to scale customer experience with a human touch. Yeah. Right there. I'm like, OK, so it looks like you're building your own email templates. Mm hmm. So then what you're cutting marketing out, are you not using or? <laughs> I, mean, I think it'd be nice if you didn't, I guess, you know, for, I bet you a lot of CS people are like, hell yeah, I don't have to wait on marketing anymore. Right. So like, I guess just like marketing is like, oh my God, finally I get my own designer and I don't have to wait on brand or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody kind of wants that control. I like it. I guess I'm just. I think they just diluted themselves a little bit when they focus on things that go outside of what it seems the use case of their product truly is, right? Which is what the video started, yeah. right? Like there's a customer success lady, like she is running an awesome customer success and support. And then it turns into something else. And I don't know, sometimes I think brands get dissatisfied with the amount of value they feel like they're creating and they reach too far. Now let's talk pricing. This is kind of cool. So like, I haven't seen them characters though. Is characters on brand, if we're being honest, like have they done any characters anywhere else? No. They, I would, maybe if they did these with the dots, it'd be cool. Like It would be, it would be, I mean, you could just represent the size with either lots of little dots and then a few dots and then two dots or something. I, I like the characters, by the way. I think they're really cool. I just don't know. I just, it kind of feels it like. It doesn't really fit. Or even if they had like the soft faded, like muted colors um, somehow incorporated. Yeah, it does feel a little different. It just, now, it, yeah. I like this, but no, what's your take on going left to right? See how they're going left to right? I do. I mean, usually you'd start with the starter price first. It makes you'd end with your enterprise. Yeah. Um, I mean, usually you build left to right. So mm -hmm. it's, it's awkward because it's like, I'm assuming, okay, uh, it says this, all the goodness of prime plus da da da. And then I have to go over and read prime. Whereas if I would have read prime first, so yeah, it's just backwards. It'd be fun to do a test though. Cause if you can screw, sometimes when you screw with like, our like subconscious, you can sometimes unlock growth cause you force people to read. So maybe it does better in uh, Europe. Yeah. <laughs> England. Oh my gosh. And the they haven't tried out. Have so I wonder what this so I don't love this. This is where I get this is where I get more frustrated with just marketing in general is if your words don't feel like they're true. So what I mean by that is if I click get a demo, I have the exact same form experience as try it out. I feel like if you say get a demo, get a demo and try it out, I feel like I should be able to try it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm, well, I see that they've, yeah. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to type it in. Um, yeah. Cause they're going to do it. It's four steps. Remember? So you still have two, three. Yeah. I know. I, I see. Yeah. 
Okay, so they want to know what size company I am. So that makes well, sense. They get your phone number first, by the way. So even if you don't fill, fill out the form, they can still now sell you off of the first bullet is what they're also doing. So, so here, this is interesting. Step three. Okay, I'll fill it out. Let me see. <laughs> All right, so now we have a crowd. Right. So step three, it's interesting because now they've narrowed this down into three things, three things that I would, would want to do. Manage shared email in one place, improve visibility and response times, inbox and volume trends, or automate communication across channels. That's the copy you were looking for earlier, right, Lisa? That is the copy I was looking for on the homepage. So I guess our recommendation then is we would maybe use some value-based messaging earlier in our marketing funnel, maybe before pre-action to inspire action instead of to capture it. Yeah. I mean, well, at, at least, I mean, you were saying this too. It's just, it was so complicated. There's all these different things under solutions. Like I, I just don't know which one there's, you know, there's so many different like personas and what is the value prop? I love okay, this but be in touch, mark your calendar in the meantime. I think that's pretty clean, right? Yeah, it is. The hell, yeah, I think. But yeah, it's not here. Like the stuff we just saw, wouldn't it be cool if it was like, that was what this content was? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I'm on the stage too now. It's like, okay, an introduction to front. It's a three minute video. Yeah, it's a little, it's going to be hard if, if they put this on Wistia. I don't think they're going to get a lot of completions. Hmm. Okay. Now, request a demo, email us for support, call ourselves team. It's kind of cool. What's your take on this? So one of my favorite things to do in marketing is to remove sign-in from the menu, put it on the footer, and then use a top of funnel and bottom of funnel offer. How have you seen that work? Yeah, Um any place I've ever, any website that I've ever had to go to for my sign-in for my product, I find it causes a lot of problems. I mean, first of all, you get so much false information about who's coming to your homepage and what they're coming for that it's hard to, you know, make decisions about what to do, um, you know, because they're going there to log in, then they're not bouncing. So they they probably don't even know that people come here and they don't understand what they're talking about because people come in, they click sign in, you know, and they're, they're not bouncing. Um, yeah. So right there. I mean, I just think that there's a huge case for taking sign in off of the homepage, find a different way or put it in a different place to your point. There's ways you can put it in the banner on the top and have it be treated differently or whatever. So that, because no. now it's practically a call to action and it's competing with get started. And obviously if I'm not a customer, I'm not going to sign in, but <laughs> no, to your point, I click get started and it goes through the same thing as if I requested a demo. Um, well, one of my questions, so what would we do? So we are front and we need to create value, right? So we need to create value for somebody yet. Currently this website doesn't do anything that can create value for me. And since if I try to get started, I can't actually get started. So I can't create that value. And I don't see 
So like, what's our asset? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's that asset that can, that, like, I call this the magic moment that gets someone from not understanding the solution your product provides to being like, oh my God, I need this. And it, a lot of times it might be a sample demo, it might be a demo video, it might be a product tour, it might be a freemium product, it might be an ROI calculator, it might be a lot. Like, what do you, what would you try to use here? Because I don't, I would argue that a lot of people are not ready to go through a four-step process yet. They don't, they haven't, they're not convinced yet. So how do we convince them? Yeah. Well, okay. First of all, I do agree. And it's interesting to me too, because they have the bot down at the bottom. Yep. And that is where I would have them first, like select, well, what is it that you want to do like you can use that to help figure out instead of having that four-step process you know you can break that down with your bot and have a conversation with them so i think i would do some of that there so kind of first thing second thing you're saying you know how am i going to um offer value i like that they've got the the video here that is an explainer video that explains what they do. But then after I'm done watching the video, I'm just curious, does it just stop? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so I could go watch another video. Um, You might be better off like, you know, chat with sales or something, have a CTA. Right. This what I think would be cool is you had to like chat with sales thing where you clicked here and it started you here. So you just be like, right on how many people work at your company and you just start right here in a different GIF. But it doesn't convince me of how front solves my problem. Like, and I don't see a lot of like, when they say universal inbox, does it say how much time they save me? See, you know, that's what I'm saying. There's no value prop on the upfront and it doesn't tell you what they, what problem they're solving. And that's where it's like, I just go back to like that one slide. I took a screenshot of it. What are you hoping to do with front manage shared email in one place? You know, here, if it could say like manage shared email in one place or improve visibility into response times and inbox, maybe there's a success story. Maybe there's a stat, maybe you scroll over it and it, it switches over to the like benefit of doing that or, check out the success story from this person or, or whatever it is. But I like to show the value prop in the upfront. I'm going to solve this problem. And you know, you first got to do your homework. I would assume these are the biggest problems that their customers have that they're solving for. Then once you've got that, you should have a lot of great content to help support it. So is it a success story stat out something outcome driven that shows me how you're going to do it? No, 100% because, like, what they also don't have is they don't have a call to action, right? So, like, what action are they trying to get from said customer here? Let's see if I can do this. There you go. So, like, I know it's, like, really broken. I'm just doing it on CSS. <laughs> but, like, you get my point. Like, all yeah. your work in a single view, the average front customer saves 300-plus hours a year by simply moving to our universal inbox. And then, like, yeah. and then what I would do here is instead of get started, I would change this to see how much time you could could save and then i would move 
to instead of sign in, it would be a seat, a dual CTA on each of my products that'd be native to my solution subfolder in the universal inbox. It would say like, see how much time we save you. And then you could click there and you could be like, how many CS reps do you have? How many? And then you could give like this whole thing that says, want to speak with a rep to start saving time today. And now I have a moment of value of why I need front. I just don't see that yet, if that makes sense. Well, I do. I totally do. I mean, and I usually on a homepage try to offer, I guess, I'm thinking these people are in awareness stage. If they're coming to my homepage, they're just trying to figure out who I am and what what I'm going to do for them, how I'm going to solve it. Right. If I want to um, do something very specific and targeted, you know, and I'm going after a customer success person who I know has a problem with like visibility and response times, I'm going to drive them to a landing page. It's very specific about visibility and response times. And then I can get really drilled down. But at the homepage level, I mean, I feel like the, you know, the call to action here, to your point, like I'm not, don't take me to see pricing because see pricing now I'm going to go to that pricing page and then I'm going to still have to fill out the four page form of things. Right. right <laughs> so now I'm going to get a demo, which is way I, you know, so it's like, I love this though. The I experience wish you is long. It is. I want, to I want value faster. Download PDF right here. Cause if I could click download PDF, cause I think the problem if you have to scroll is like a lot of times you're trying to get this and give it to like the decision maker as the champion. So maybe like a download PDF here on the compare plans could be helpful at least. But I agree with you. I, I think their issue is that I can't experience front. I, I was talking to you about this offline and that's why I'm such a proponent of like product led growth in some form, even if it's not like a freemium form or a product tour, I just need this moment where you can convince me I need it. I think they're probably so successful because it looks like it's a really great product, if I'm being honest. Like, it just looks like a really good product. I want it. SCS. I could see why you want this SCS. I think it's when you get outside of being a CS tool that I'm running into issues to understand, like, why is it a head of sales tool? You know, and maybe I just don't understand that space. But sales is a tough space to break into when you've got Salesforce just owning everything. So it's like... Well, that's why I go back I to the value prop. If the value prop is, uh, let's say, if as a head of sales, if your AEs are also responsible for um, cross-sell, upsell, well, then having an easy place for them to go in and see what the CSG person was doing and talking to, you know, understand the health of the customer. At, at that moment in time, like before you do some outreach, you know, was it, was the product down last week and they were in there complaining and like, are they, you know, mad? Should you wait a couple of weeks to reach out? Are they actively like working through something or is it, you know, is it smooth sailing? Like I can see where it would be, could be a value to a head of sales or a CRO if they're thinking holistically about, yeah. revenue and growth, but not one place on this entire website does it talk at all about revenue or growth or how in any way it's going to benefit. There's not a lot of value-based messaging. I think it's just, right. yeah. Like, yeah. And 
I guess my only critique here, because I love the content they're doing, is, um, and this is just the general trend I'm seeing, and I, I, it's not front. I, I have this opinion on everybody. Is the I don't like when we try to become a media company when we're a product company. And what I mean by that is like, okay, I just, let's assume, right, everything worked in your content strategy. I read this article. I really liked your business. And now I want to work with you. The only action you're asking me to do is subscribe to content, yet you don't make your money with content. And in my experience, it is exceptionally hard to turn subscribers into product users as a marketer. I, I would have preferred nothing about the content is wrong. I love everything they're doing. I just would have preferred if they keep their menu from here so that I just don't like this. Cause I, I, I think it's, I think you're disconnecting your content from your product. So it's hard to fund your content. Does that make sense? Yeah. How did you get to that page? Uh, it's really cool. I think their content strategy is actually really sweet. I just don't know how it makes some money. It's called front page. Oh, you have a free inbox analyzer tool. This is what I was. Yeah. Get your free inbox analysis. <laughs> yes. So yeah. there you go. There is something that would offer value right up front. Yeah. And, you know, we talked cool. about ROI calculators, right? But um, this to me, there, yeah, this is better than an ROI calculator. Yeah, this is really cool. Okay. But yeah, for the resources, it was just front page. And it's like this really awesome content thing. But everybody's doing this in SaaS, like everyone. It's like this new trend where they build this separate media site so they don't come across salesy. Yep. But I find it hilarious because if I'm the chief content officer here at Front, I have to push for budget every quarter. I have to sustain a massive team of editors, designers, and writers, yet I have no way of showing a one-to-one -one connection between what we do as a team and revenue. Like, so, I mean, this is a content marketing strategy, right? And I get your point. I mean, I don't know what size business this is, but I'm guessing they're pretty small. And to sustain that is a lot of work. What I'm seeing work better, and it's it's not something I have done yet. Um, I'm something I want to do is yeah. using like a path factory or follows where the content experience is basically, you know, cookie cutter mapped out for you. And it's it's based on the intent. It's based on what you've clicked on. It's based on what you've hovered over. It's based on if, if you're known, what they know about you. Um, but they're create. it's you just kind of build your own adventure. Yeah, yeah. But within, you know, confines of some intelligence that that is serving up, like Lisa searched for this, you know, this keyword of um, you know, you using email that. volume, and then they're gonna give me content based on reducing email volume. Yeah. Something no, like that. No, you can totally do that now. You can use Clearbit Reveal and then map a content sequence using like a CDP, right? So there's like, there's ways to do okay. it. I think overall, I really like Front. I think it's an amazing product, really strong branding, I like what they did. I think you point something really great out though, Lisa. There's no value-based messaging. We can't immediately say and make a, it's hard to make a business case for front. I think there's a lot of use cases. The business case inside of it, I thought was a little tough, number one. Number two, four-step forms. I'm all for multi-step forms, the psychology of some costs, all that. 
I don't usually go past two stacks, maybe three, four. We're kind of pushing it. Um, the messaging on the third step is great. They have a bot. I don't understand why they wouldn't use their bot instead of that all that work on the form. Personally, I mean, at least as an option, because when someone sees it's a four step form right off the bat, it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> and I have to give them my phone number and my email address to move to the next step. And I know what's going to happen as soon as I do that. And you still haven't seen the product yet. It goes to my point. And I, and uh, I still don't know. Even I didn't even understand what it did yet. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen and the product. Was, understand value, right? And so yep. if we can get them to understand the value of the product, experience the product, a top of funnel offer, right? We had that awesome savings tool that we had to find. It's kind of hidden in the website. And you put all of that together. And then we talk to the CEO, the chief product officer, and say, hey, is it okay if we focus on just one persona because I think we might be ahead of ourselves. In other words, I don't think they've, I don't think front, you would have heard of front. If they were big enough to be the number one player in customer support, I don't know if we need to go outside of that yet. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, well, market. either that, or like I said, I mean, buying committees are the thing, right? But it's not even clear who would be on the buying committee for this. And then it's not rolled up into any sort of a value prop that any any persona could right now take to the business leader, the person with the budget, and say, I need this and it's gonna do this for us. Like, I love it. I finally found that on some customer success pages later on deeper too. So I think it's just surfacing the goodness. Yeah. And to your point, like, I love the brand. It's clean. It's fresh. It looks like something I want to use. It does. The product I just don't know what I want to use it for. <laughs> like, help me out here. <laughs> so. no, it, it's yeah. a little tough. I love what they're doing, though. So kudos to you, Front. I think just tightening up a couple little things here and there. And um, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. This was amazing. Did you have fun? Yeah, this is this is fun. Like I said, it was a little nerve wracking. I mean. <laughs> For anybody who's listening, like legitimately did not know who was going to be on that wheel. Like we did not rehearse it at all. So it's like, oh man, that's a lot yeah. of pressure. But no, this is really fun. I might just start doing this like in my spare time. <laughs> well, we love having you. If anyone wants to follow along with your journey, Lisa, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, definitely a LinkedIn. LinkedIn at Lisa Sharapata. Um, I'm on there the most. So. Okay. <laughs> Find me there. All around LinkedIn, y'all. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. And uh, that's the SaaS Marketing Makeover. And thank you, Front, for uh, being our muse. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bye. Garrett. That was fun.